Hey y'all, welcome to Culture Cult. My name's Marie. I am the host of the show. And welcome back to any fans, any listeners. But if you are new to the show and you're like, what's this all about? Essentially, Culture Cult is a podcast where we tell really crazy history stories from all 197 countries. And it's also just to admit you don't know much about the world, but this is your place to admit that and to learn about everyone's culture because everyone's culture should be learned about. But this is actually not a country episode. This is not one of our travel stories episode. This is a new series we're doing called Weird World News because the news is depressing and I don't even watch it because it's so depressing and I'm not trying to bum anyone out, but I will find weird fucking news that I found around the world and I will share it with (laughs) y'all. So today we have on my uncle Brian and his girlfriend Ashley and I'm so excited to have them on. We did this on my back porch so you're gonna hear just a nice backyard cricket action and also by the way I don't have all the equipment that I needed for this episode so we're working off two mics with three people so just keep that in mind if the audio is a little bit wonky. But anyways, today I will say the theme of the episodes is definitely wacky inventions gone wrong. From one guy who jumped off the Eiffel Tower to one of my new favorite obsessions to learn about, which is the Titanic submarine. So we are covering those stories today and cheers and enjoy. Welcome on Brian and Ashley. Brashley. Brashley. Brashley is our stage name. Welcome on, Brashley. Uh, first time on the pod. That's right. And, okay, people don't know you, so say three random things about yourself or maybe just a weird fact about yourself. Um, okay, what the weirdest fact about me is that I'm dating Brian Ritchie. <laughs> and another weird thing about me is that I don't like any condiments, and I never have. What? Yeah, I'm a plain burger person. I don't no. like any, any condiments. I never have. I've actually never met anyone like that. And when I was younger, we would go to McDonald's and if you ordered a plain burger, you would have to pull up to the dumpster and wait for them to bring it <laughs> to the car. And so my dad would have us all go and he would say, everybody can order whatever they want as long as it's not plain. They actually like exiled you. Yeah. He would say, <laughs> wipe it off. And everyone that is a plain eater knows you cannot scrape it off. A <laughs> plain eater. You cannot. Okay. Well, that's our weird news for the day. And like, that's the end of the podcast. All Thank right. you, guys. Good times. Edit all this out. Okay. Well, let's start with our first story. Okay. I, I really would be surprised if y'all knew this because I didn't know this. But did y'all know that the original London Bridge isn't in London today? Where is the London Bridge right now? Okay. Y'all can take one guess and then okay. I'll tell you. I'm going to guess that it's in Ireland. Oh, wow. They would not like that. They wouldn't at all. <laughs> okay. Where's your guess? What was the question? Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think the London Bridge is? Uh, in a museum somewhere in Scotland. Scotland? Both people who don't want it. It's actually, <laughs> it's actually in Arizona. Wow. I would not. Would I did not Arizonians think that. Have any I would have never. Either. If you had had a gun to my head, I would not have said Arizona. <laughs> right? right? Also, it's like it doesn't fit there. No. It's like the opposite climate. Yeah, it's like desert. So is it the entirety of the bridge? Okay, I'm going to read you what the thing says. It says the original London Bridge was from the 1600s, but there were lots of fires, Mm. blah, blah, blah. And then the new London Bridge opened in 1831, and it stayed there for 130 years. So it was like a good bridge. 
And it even survived the London bombings during World War II. So it was good. But then in 1960, there was a lot of cars on it and it yeah. started to just start oh. sinking. Oh. And so they were like, well, we got to get rid of the bridge. And so they were like, well, who, what do we do with it? Like, who? Let's call up Arizona. Yeah, who wants it? They're like, let's call people who like to buy things. They're like, let's call the Americans. And Robert P. McCulloch was like, I'll buy it. And they're like, will you buy it for $2.4 million? And he was like, yeah. And, and what year was that? 1960-something. Wow, that still seems relatively cheap. For a bridge. Yeah, I guess right? for the for London, the London bridge. bridge. I mean, I thought you were going to be like... That's like a house in California. Yeah. I'd have to that's, see how, how, that's how much steal. of this bridge and where exactly they put it. It's somewhere. It's in ha- Lake Havasavu. Havasavu. Havasu. Havasu. It's in Lake, Lake Havasu, Havasu City. Which is near Tahoe, I believe. Oh, so it's up there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's in <laughs> northern Arizona. And he just bought it because he wanted people to come, come to the lake. I mean, <laughs> I would go for that. Let's go to Lake Havasu and see the London the bridge, bridge, kids. Right? What if it's just like one little small section of a brick? <laughs> it's just like a brick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one stone. <laughs> no, it's actually, it was 10,000 tons. They moved the whole bridge there. How did they fly it over? No, they like dismembered it and then put oh, it back. Lord. Oh, is that wow. not the right word? Harsh language. How would you? What other word? Dis disembarked. Disassembled. Perhaps. I totally prefer dismembered. I will use that from now on. Okay, our next country we're talking about is Iceland. Short little story. Article is from. Grapevine.is from 2006. It's called Man Goes Berserk in Tanning Salon. <gasps> so, employees of a tanning salon called t- Salon Ibiza alerted police when one of their clients burst from the tanning booths, booths naked and went berserk. According to Visor, the man arrived with some friends and apparently fell asleep while getting a tan. When his friends attempted to wake him up, the man was having a nightmare, sprung from the tanning bed, threw a trash can at employees, knocked over the displays of merchandise, and ran out the door naked. Police were called and then arrested him. I have been burned in the tanning bed to the point where I did feel like I could have lost my mind. Oh, yeah. But I'm Irish. I think there's probably two potential, one of them being that uh, that was a really, really bad dream. Mm-hmm. so bad that he went nuts over nothing and he's a really emotional guy or something and the other one is that he just didn't want to pay for it <laughs> well I think you pay before you go in and I don't know with yes, the I dream will. thing like you have to look that thing is heavy Heavy. you're like in a tube right a coffin if yeah you will. <laughs> and I don't know if you're really going to be in the same dreamlike state after lifting the coffin open off of right I think it's the heat I think because falling oh, asleep. So it's like he had like a heat stroke. No, I think like he, he wakes up, he's hot and like burnt and he's in this tube. Right. And he's like, what the fuck am I? Right. The matrix problem. I, yeah. Yeah. I see it all the time. Maybe because he's a <laughs> naked man in a woman's tanning salon unit. <laughs> <laughs> but like the fact that like, he, yeah, he got arrested. And I also reminds me, my friend Dalel, she went in for one tanning bed time she was like i'm gonna go do it though she's like my color i don't know why she's doing it right and she the lady was like oh okay yeah just go in that booth use this tanning lotion i got it all set up for you she goes in she's in there for like 10 20 minutes actually that's kind of a long time and they had set on the highest setting (laughs) oh they set the setting for her 
and they and put her in for like burned? 20 minutes and she got like degree burns and she had to go to the hospital <laughs> Like from the tanning salon straight to the hospital? Yeah, I talked to my other friend, Megan, who used to work there. And she was like, if it's your first one at a tanning salon, you're not supposed to like start past level five. Right. And for like 10 minutes. And she was like 20 minutes at the highest level. And that tanning cream they give you most likely is accelerator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always. One, the last time I tanned in a tanning bed, um, I went home and I thought I had a nice glow to me i did not realize it was like radioactive until i woke up at one in the morning and it felt like bees were stinging oh, me all over my body i had been baked alive <laughs> that was the last time i was tan okay so next story so it's this isn't from france and so this is a short little story about a man named franz reichelt who jumped off the eiffel tower Buckle up. So this story happens in France, but Franz is not French. He's Austrian. He was born in 1878, right at the turn of the century, which mm-hmm. was when aviation was taking off. Mm-hmm. And he was like, wow, this so is... So was he. Yeah. <laughs> so was he. <laughs> so, but he was like, oh, okay, for my job, I'll just tailor and do clothes. And I'm in Paris, so I'll just do fashion stuff. But he's like really getting to aviation stuff. And he keeps hearing about how all these people are taking off. And their plane's crashing and people are dying because they don't have the right kind of parachutes. Right. And he's like, oh, well, I'm a tailor. So I'm going to create a parachute that they've never seen before. Oh, no. <laughs> I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, that's his new obsession. His friends are like, damn, he talks a lot about parachutes. And he's like, no, seriously, guys, like, this is it. I'm going to make the parachute. And so he decides to test it on some dummies first from his Parisian apartment. I think it's probably like, let's say like second, third floor. Drops the dummies. They crash. And then he himself is like, well, I'll try it. After Has s- anyone successfully parachuted pr- prior to this? Yes. Oh, okay. So he's not inventing the parachute. Okay, okay, he wants okay. to create his gotcha, own. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha version okay like um, a chanel parachute yeah a fancy one a black and white one yeah <laughs> so he th- throws dummies off his apartment and the parachute doesn't open mm-hmm. and he's like oh it's the weight i have to put myself in the parachute mm. so then he jumps from his apartment just drops like a nickel mm. that's not even a good thing uh, I, I, I can see a it. nickel maybe i can see it i can see it okay because yeah, the nickel is the fattest of all the coins yeah exactly <laughs> so breaks his leg and he's like okay, it's not the weight, it's the height. So he's like, all right, apartment, that ain't it. I'm going to jump off the Eiffel Tower. Wow, so you break your leg <laughs> at uh, one story, and your your go-to response to that is, let's go to the Eiffel Tower. The tallest building so there probably no ever. Hills that I mean, that is intense. Try this out on in uh, France. The leap to go from a one-story apartment to the Eiffel Tower I think it's probably like the tallest quite... building of that time, probably. I would hope so. This is like 1910, right. by the way. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. So that is quite a leap. <laughs> pun point. I get pun points on the podcast. So you get one. Oh, girl. Really? I <laughs> well, no, points? I don't want... Listen, oh, I don't like puns. So I, you just happen to get a good one. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, that was actually good. So I'll give you a pun oh, point. Oh, okay. So it's a risk. I'll tell you if it's I don't like risk, it. It's a risk, really. Yeah. It's a You're, yeah, it's a, it's a challenge. <laughs> okay. Because I don't fucking like him. Oh. But that was good. Game on. Okay, so he's like, all right, guys, I'm going to do the Eiffel Tower. This is my fate. I'm going to prove to you all my parachute is the best. So, um, yeah. So he's like, well, I got to probably ask the cops first about it. And their cops were like, fuck, no. No. Right. No. 
And then people around him in his like scene and in the aviation scene were like, no, it doesn't work. And he was like, no, you haven't seen it yet from at its potential. Everyone's saying no. And he was like, I'm just going to fucking do it. And so somehow the cops agreed to it. Probably oh. money. I don't know. I think maybe you should have researched that part. This is important <laughs> to me to know whether he paid off the police or they willingly gave him security, which might know. make more sense. See, my, if I was a cop, I'd be like, I don't want my name on the report that I said yes. What day are you doing this? Yes, I'd like off on Saturday, please, <laughs> October 17th. <laughs> I'll be there as a spectator a, only. So uh, date was set February 4th, 1912. This man, Franz, will jump off the Eiffel Tower in front of journalists, friends, an entire crowd and so the now cops. they've made an event out of it, which <laughs> yeah. is even more egregious. It's not that you can do it. Well, we might as well get some publicity for it. Yeah. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like an event. And so before his jump, he states, quote, My new invention is like nothing else. It's constructed basically half waterproof fabric, half silk. Thanks to a system of rods and belts that one can control, the parachute deploys during the fall and will save a pilot's life. I'll claim for a tall building. <laughs> yes. Is that Jump a pun? Off, off. No, nope. that wasn't a pun. Nope. It was just <laughs> Unless you know it is one, then it is not. Okay. Because <laughs> like, I didn't know if I liked it or not. That's but right. Was... <laughs> See how I play it safe. Um, so he also had a motivation for this, not just for his ego, but there was a reward for 10,000 francs for anyone that could create a safety parachute for aviators that did not exceed 25 kilograms in weight. I think there, there is a, a reward. And the only way you could prove that you were worthy of the reward, I guess, would be to do it and show them. Yeah. How else are you going to claim the reward? But I feel like you also can make a really heavy dummy and be like, this worked. I feel like you don't have to do it. Yeah. Ash. <laughs> uh, so back, back to the day it happens. It's a very cold morning. It's February 4th, 1912. This was his day. He's going to show his friends. Oh, my God. The haters. I feel like the cold weather is going to be a detriment. I just That's I don't know. I got a feeling. good point. Something's not going to work. Something's not going to be right. Y'all see y'all are the haters. Y'all me. don't believe in Franz. You believe I, in I have him? a lot of faith in Franz. Get your yeah. popcorn. <laughs> Somebody's like, about to jump off the Eiffel Tower. He was about. the OG influencer. He was the OG the influencer. Chanel parachute. Chanel. Chanel shoot. Chanel shoot. That was a pun. Oh, that was cute. Was You're good pun? at them. No, no, no. Okay, no. pun point. <laughs> oh my god, I got another. You got two. That's actually crazy because I really don't hand these out. <gasps> you can ask my friend Cal if he's listening. I gave him like one a season. I see you, cow. I see you, cow. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so y'all are haters. Y'all don't think he's going to make it? I did not say that. I think that. he's dead. $10,000 that he's dead right now. So, uh, one hater, one believer. Good. I know the story, so I can't say anything. Right. So, no one in the crowd, though, seems very excited about this. He does have a crowd, but everyone's like, Ugh. Right. And everyone's kind of horrified, and people right. are like, stop and he's like no and he, they're like stop and he's like no i have to prove myself and my invention and he says to his doubters quote you are going to see how my parachute will give your arguments the most decisive of denials so once he assumed position at 200 feet and on the eiffel tower looking over the crowd he was facing the icy wind and he hesitated just a oh, little bit that was his demise that was his demise <laughs> And the wind was hitting him. Mm, the cold weather. The like cold weather was hitting his face. and he. But he did turn around to his friends and he said, see you soon oh, in French. No. <laughs> and he jumped. And in fact, the parachute did not open. 
<laughs> just a couple of broken legs, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and wrapped itself around him, oh, the oh, opposite. It could still work. It literally wrapped him up like a burrito and torpedoed him. Making fun of his misfortune. Oh my god! Yeah, and he lived. He actually lived. What kind of life is that? Like a cocoon. Yeah, it like it like bounced him. Like bounced in the air. Of his life, like a cocoon. All right. Now y'all, he died. Oh, he did. Okay, thank God. I mean, what was that? He died. he died. That's horrible. Honey. That's <laughs> he horrible. plummeted to his death like a burrito to burrito. Bless him. <laughs> made an Bless impact. Him. <laughs> okay, that's kind of good. <laughs> I fuck. Before I can stop. <laughs> I dare say you've met your match, man. Fuck. Fun point. That was good. <laughs> um, yeah, so Franz Reichelts died. His friends were like, Mm. Mm. The cops were like, and that's how World War One started. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that was Ferdinand. Oh, uh, but the cops actually s- said, "No, we never told him he could do that." And you can actually watch it on YouTube. Oh, what? Yeah, why? Whoa, 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 whoa! Body <laughs> filmed it back then, and you can see him torpedo into. The- you can watch it on YouTube. I'll post it on the Instagram. Okay, I want to see it. Yeah, it's like a silent film, so it's like not. Like if someone filmed it today, I would not watch it because it's too gritty, right? In detail, yes, you would the noise, the sound, everything. Dude. But without the sound, I think it's fine. Well, it's, not, it's also like distorted and like black and white, and you, it just looks right. like a blob falling. Well, maybe I don't care about seeing it. <laughs> it. You really can watch it though, and like they like pick up his body. Oh, afterwards. they don't cut the tape off before they. No, like they have to pick up his broken body, and oh his friends God. are there. And it's actually still fucked. Filming it? Yeah, they filmed that part too. There's no rules back then for journalism. They're You're like, right. They had no editor. Right. It was just raw. Yep. But you can watch it on YouTube. His name's Franz Reichelt if you feel like watching it. I mean, I think I would like to watch it. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what that it tells says me a about, lot about me. You. Um, it does me a lot. <laughs> Our last story. This one is more of a discussion. What do you all think about the Titanic submarine? Oh, so much. I know. Same. So much. Oh, my gosh. Did you give her a heads up on this? Okay, because I was going to do the Mexican alien story, but then I was like, wait, no. no. I'm more about the... Me too. Me too. So before we... Yeah, I'm going to read off Wikipedia. 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 I'm into that. Okay, so this is like just for people who don't know about it, and then you can always watch a documentary on it, but... So it happened... June 18th, 2023, Titan, a submersible operated by the American Tourism and Expeditions Company, Ocean Gate, imploded during the expedition to view the wreck of the Titanic. It was off of Newfoundland, Canada. On board the submersible was Stockton Rush, the CEO of Ocean Gate, Paul Henry Nargiolet, a French sea explorer. So sorry, I definitely butchered your name. And then Titanic expert Hamish Harding, British businessman Shah Zada Dawood, and Pakistani British businessman and Dawood's son, Suleiman. So there's five people on this submarine. So communication between Titan and the mothership Polar Prince was lost an hour and 45 minutes into the dive. Authorities were alerted when it was failed to resurface at the scheduled time later that day. After the submersible has been missing for four days, they discovered debris about 1,600 feet from the bow of the Titanic. And they know that it imploded and it caused instantaneous deaths of all five occupants. First of all, they knew it imploded before they put the search team out there. Yes. 
Okay, but I, my source is from TikTok, so I feel like I don't, I don't know if that's real. Doesn't matter. Mine too. <laughs> and then my Same favorite guy. part of the story, I think, is the part where the British billionaire's stepson went out and tried to get some um, PR and some OnlyFans ladies to show him some skin because his billionaire stepdad was lost in the ocean. Oh, yeah. I forgot Remember that part that. of the story? It was so crazy and creepy. He was like all over doing. Oh, and then he went to that Dave Matthews concert. Remember that? And he posted it on all over social media while they were actively searching for his stepdad. He must not have liked his stepdad. I guess not. And then the the only fans girl did him wrong and she screenshotted his like message to her. Good. Hey. I'm, my uh, stepdad is missing. Can you give me a free 30 minutes or whatever? Ew. And she exploited him. But I mean, those to me are the best parts about these stories because you can't make that stuff up. Anyway, so back to the sad part of the story. I really felt sad that also the son of the other business, the only yeah. one that was like 18 years old, yeah. did not even want to go. Oh, what? He did not want to go, and his dad was like a titanic, just, you know... Fanatic. Fanatic about it, yes. And this was his dream that he wanted to do, but this the son, his actual son, was scared, obviously. Yeah, I would not I mean, go. could you imagine making Noah do this with you? And then he would, but he would not like it, just like this young man didn't. But anyway, so... Why are you bringing me into this? I'm just saying, <laughs> could you imagine, like, that's about the same age, and, you know, like, he's scared out of his mind, but he's doing it because it's his dad, and his dad is like, I want us to have this moment together, you know? And how heartbreaking is that for the mom? Oh, are you certain that the, that the kid didn't say, hey, I want to do it? And he says, well, I'm going with you? Are you no, sure I am happened? certain that the son did not want to go. More certain than I've ever been about anything in my life. I'm just oh. <laughs> I like, I mean, I read my it. My face, I was like, you read it. <laughs> I, read I read it on the internet. So I, I know it. it's facts. I read it on Reddit, okay? I read it on Reddit. They said that he did not want to go. They had complete subreddits full of people that knew this for a fact. <laughs> he hosts did not want to go, okay? This is not a casual thing to do with your son. It's not like, no, oh, I let's mean, go to like. I mean, it's also a billionaire. So, I mean, this is probably like taking him to, you know, uh, you're whitewater making, rafting now, now or we're something. Going with, with now Wealth envy. But since they are so wealthy, this guy, the millionaire, like his adrenaline levels are so high. Yes, I mean, it's relative to what your playground is, right? Yeah. So, I mean, this, I, I feel like for us, it's like, what? But for them, it's like, hey, we got a spot for half a million dollars. What a steal for the two of us to go. So I feel like some of that billionaire mentality you almost have to be a thrill seeker like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Risk. To be able to be like a risk taker. And so, I mean, I think that's probably not. This is nothing compared to freestyle diving. Sorry. Oh, sometimes I think about this at night before I go to sleep is, did they know? Was there a warning? And they were like, well, we're. Oh, rude. God. Or was it just like, bam? You know what I mean? Like, well, when the, I remember is like, they were a point where like, they were like, you need to come up. And he's like, right. okay. And so then they start to come up with the. Fan the GameStop controller. Oh my that the Nintendo that controller right there. Right. He is directing this entire thing with a game controller. And did you see where there were two other people that went down in the years 
prior and they were like, uh, no, no. thank you. Yeah. I cannot believe I will never go in the ocean again as long as I live. Yeah. Like they were so traumatized by the whole experience because they were like, this is a nightmare about to happen. I want to know where all the money went from the people that bought the tickets, if that's what you're using right? inside the submersible. That is a $25 remote. sitting on $550 billion right now from all the people that have gone down there in your $20,000 rocket ship. No, yeah. And also, like, the whole thing with the carbon fiber. Right. Like, he used a material that is not flexible. And that was another question I had is, like, when they went down, they said it was, like, dark and Mm-mm. silent. Mm-mm. And they're just going down. to, And that's when you know, like, you're screwed. Like, I, how do you process that when you're in that situation? And then, you know, another thing they said is that once it went down and it lost its you know trajectory uh, abilities trajectory everybody fell on top of each other they lost power and they torpedoed down like franz will they just bring in franz on that no they're the same person they're egotistical inventors that's right both people they were like that's not gonna work it's failed it's failed and they're like no it isn't my name's attached to it true narcissist narcissist but you have to if you're going to ever succeed you have to pass through failures so you they could have been just people that didn't want to give up unfortunately which is why we're talking about them a hundred years later so they got their due yeah no but the thing is you don't have to drag other people into it though no that's right you could have just done that shit yourself you, you didn't have to bring your son who had his whole life ahead of him yeah, and that inheritance correct. might i add oh my god had he survived it's like the stepson who's living his best life right now that's that only fans model i mean how do you, that mom and wife of that indian billionaire that was their only son they had been married for 20 years he was 18 but these people did not have to go down to see the titanic Another thing is, so I'm really into submarine stuff because I would never do this shit. And uh, James Cameron and a bunch of other people have made it to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Right. Like, come on. This is the Titanic's not even that deep. Right. And they're probably just watching this horror show and be like, what are you fucking doing? Well, there were a lot of people that came out and said that guy, as good looking as he was, might I add, Sterling Rush. Hello. Maybe. If you were still alive, call me. (laughs) But uh, I think that his arrogance and i mean just ridiculousness i don't even know if it was greedy as much as just ego yeah like he's just a reincarnated yes, frank france that's right Franz. Franz. Franz sorry Franz. yes it's, it's too With chanel cape that didn't open you know what because if you're believing reincarnation it literally could have been his soul just repeating and like this time you're gonna learn your lesson right he was like i'm gonna build a submarine and they're like no 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 has a sisyphus ish Sophisophis. That is, he just keeps repeating himself. Next life, he's going to do another crazy invention, and everyone's like, no, and maybe he'll actually listen. Maybe the next one's going to be space. Are you ready? Yeah, okay. I'm ready. I have found said news of the weird. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Reza Baluki just can't stop getting in trouble with the U.S. Coast Guard, NPR reported. The Iranian-born man from Florida was arrested on August 29th after officers tried for three days to convince him to abandon his plan, running across the Atlantic Ocean in a hamster wheel, with his final destination being London, England, 4,000 miles from his starting point. He tried similar stunts in 2014, 2016, and 2021, quote, all of which resulted in the U.S. Coast Guard intervention said Coast Guard Special Agent Michael Perez. In short documentary made about Bellucci by Vice, he explained his motivation. If you drive a boat, nobody cares. Bubble, 
Nobody did before. <laughs> Make me crazy. They stop me every time. They save my life. I don't know, need it. Save my life. After the 
Australia. You watching? Are you watching Love on the Spectrum? Australia. I have not. Wa- oh my god! How what are, are you doing? Watching it in Australia. The, no, that's the original seasons in Australia. It's the best one. Well, y'all heard it here first. Ashley loves Australia. And I just also want to say thank you to specifically Sydney and Adelaide who have been listening. Shout out to y'all. Ashley loves y'all. I also want to do a quick shout out to a Australian podcast that I found. It's so good. If you like this show, you're going to love that one. It's called True Hauntings. It's these two like giggly Australian women who tell ghost stories. It's also really well done. So a little Australian recommendation for y'all. And yeah. Thank y'all for listening to the episode. I'm curious, which was your favorite story that we told? You can leave a comment on the Spotify poll or just hit me up on Instagram, which is at Culture Cult Show, and let me know which story you thought was crazy or what your ideas are on this Titanic submarine because I will geek out with you for that stuff. But in general, if share the podcast, if you love it, review it. If you really love it, share it with a friend. And thank y'all so much for listening and cheers till next time, y'all.